Welcome to Intimacy Play, a podcast by Pleasy Play. We host open discussions with world-leading experts on couples, sex, and intimacy, so you can build a more exciting, fun, and intimate relationship. I'm your host, Michaela Silva. Hi, everyone. We have a very exciting guest with us. His name is Alexei Welsh. He's a sex educator, author, sex coach, and alternative sex therapist. For the last 20 years, Alexei has been teaching on alternative next-generation vision of sexuality and was one of the early pioneers of bringing Western sexual energy arts to the UK. He's also the creator of Holistic Sex, a new comprehensive practice and vision for sex that offers a complete break from the outdated and dysfunctional practice of normal sex. Through sex therapy, workshops, and consultations, Alexei helps people discover the full beauty of sex as an experience in the body and soul and what can be done for them and their lives. Welcome, Alexei. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Michaela? I'm great. And I'm eager to know more about what you do. So, I mean, you are a sex educator and a sex coach with over 20 Mm -hmm. years of experience. Um, What do you do? (laughs) What do I do? So... uh... I work in two directions. So as a sex coach, I help people to develop their sex life. So obviously we can, uh, with with everything in life, we can do things on a certain level, but with coaching, we can take them a lot further and develop them further. It's not necessarily problem solving. And uh, as a sex therapist, so I help people to overcome uh, difficulties, dysfunctions, problems that they have in the sex life in the range of different different things, yeah. And I use an alternative approach. So it means that I don't come from the conventional uh, background of you know sex therapy through psychotherapy through talking therapy but you know it's a range of different methods like workshops and uh, body work and consulting uh, but based on alternative sexuality so uh, to do with you know oriental sexual energy arts and further development of mindfulness and body work practices so I kind of approach it from a different angle. Hmm, that sounds very interesting can you tell us some of the main pain points that couples come to you for or individuals i'm not sure you only if you only work Mm. with couples or singles as well yeah yeah sure i do yeah yeah uh so the most common thing that i observe in couples is what we would call kind of getting stuck in a routine so obviously uh, a lot of people experience the honeymoon period where everything flows really well and uh, passionately and then we um, uh, couples tend to get into sort of a kind of a routine sex where they're doing the same thing every time they're doing it quite quickly and they lose an interest because of this so that's probably the most common situation that happens to a lot of people as well as you know not having time not having energy for sex not feeling like you know feeling like something is missing from it yeah um so that would be like the main uh, the main problem that i observe with with couples mm-hmm. so if a couple comes with you with that problem how would you help them can you give us an example yeah, so um, finally enough, the thing that uh, tends to create that kind of problem is uh, the idea that the orgasm is the purpose of sex and the benefit of sex. So actually what I always find when I work with couples is that it tends to come from basically finding a shortcut <laughs> to the orgasm. So uh, because nothing else seems to be as important, everything else gets cut out and there's the shortcut to the orgasm that creates that routine sex. So I think at the core of it is the um, erroneous idea that we get our um, fulfillment and the benefits from sex from the orgasm, which you know, I challenge really with, 
kind of with what I teach people. Mm, that's quite interesting. And I get your point. So instead of enjoying the moment and sex and intimacy, you're just thinking about the end goal. Yeah. And if we generally look at, you know, if we consider sex as a process of um, getting good substance into your life, yeah, we, the way I see sex is a, is a source of really kind of positive energy, nourishing energy. It really enriches your senses and brings love. It brings aliveness into you and all sorts of really wonderful things. So if we consider that, then uh, the way I see it, the moment of the orgasm has very little of that substance compared to the rest of sex. So if we're spending half an hour in sex or an hour in sex, we're getting like an hour or half an hour of that substance. So we're getting a lot more of it done from that one moment of an orgasm. So it's not really worth focusing on that as the main, as a priority. And we can do so much more by developing our ability to create a better, uh, more enriching sexual energy in each moment. Um, and a secondary to that is also that we, uh, it's not just me, but a lot of other people who are working in this area, we're beginning to redefine what an orgasm actually means. And there are other orgasmic experiences that we can have that are more flowing, whole body experiences of sexual energy kind of going in waves for a time or things that we call orgasmic states that feel more fulfilling, more satisfying, but they don't have this. It's not that orgasm that we normally hear about. That's just one intense peak and release. Yeah. Mm, I want to know more about that. Just sure. before I ask you about that, um, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Yeah. And here it goes back to your to your idea that you know there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to making this a very romantic day and to have amazing sex. Mm -hmm. So what does amazing sex mean to you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting question. I think it's a very interesting question. And actually, uh, that's the first question I ask anybody who comes to me to work with me. I ask them, like, what do you actually want out of sex? What is good sex to you? So um, I normally encourage people to actually, uh, first of all, um, not have one answer to that question. Because uh, we are so used to this picture in our culture that, you know, amazing sex has these particular tick points. You know, it has to be kind of passionate and exciting and fun and then have an orgasm and last for long or whatever. Um, but if, if, if I ask anybody uh, kind of what kind of music is the amazing kind of music, people will normally say, well, there's a, different, a few different kinds of music that are all amazing for me depending on the mood. So I encourage people to diversify this idea and think about, you know, uh, sex can be uh, different things. It can be amazing in different ways. Sometimes you have sex that is really fun and exciting and passionate. Other times sex is amazing because it was really loving and connecting and nurturing. And other times sex was amazing because it was, was, it was really interesting and had a spiritual dimension to it, or maybe it was really revitalizing. So they can all be uh, amazing in different ways. Um, if I was to say what is um, amazing sex life, in my opinion, I think it would be that uh, we feel more than just pleasure. Like we, we, we like to have our adventure and have fun and have kind of exciting and erotic things in sex. But also, um, I think a really big part of sex, uh, what sex can give us is the experience of love and connection and bringing that into our relationship and also um, aliveness and energy we get from it and the nourishment and the well-being we can get out of it. So all of that for me would be sort of an amazing sex life. Mm. But, you know, when, when, when I was thinking about amazing sex and you were describing the waves of pleasure and of feeling mm. more than just an orgasm, come on, tell us more. How do we reach that? <laughs> well, the funny thing is you can only reach that if you stop chasing orgasms. So... 
it is a state of sensitivity to sexual energy. So if you are, if you fully connect with the idea that the purpose of sex is not to reach some kind of orgasm or even these kind of orgasms that you know you're curious about now, we can create the same kind of pressure out of that. So um, if we really connect fully with the idea that um, the beauty, the nourishment of sex is in every moment, drinking it moment by moment, then we really start listening really well to each sensation, really kind of enjoying it, savoring it. And what happens then is that we can enter that kind of um, hypersensitivity. So the body can develop that sensitivity and we can start experiencing those orgasmic state, orgasmic vibrations. So it's kind of a process of developing your body to feel that sensitivity um, without expecting a particular kind of orgasm. And then you can have different kinds, um, different kinds of uh, experiences that happen out of that. Some of them are a little bit more um, intentional and some of them are more spontaneous. The more interesting ones are more spontaneous, you know, they kind of happen, you fall into them. You're not giving me anything. Okay, I get it. Do you do workshops with this? I can give you more. I can give you more if you ask me. (laughs) Do you do workshops? Yes, I do workshops, yes. yes. Interesting. So you, you help couples reach their goals of uh, sexual fulfillment whatever they are through your workshops yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you also work with holistic sex but Mm -hmm. what is holistic sex it's it's not an easy term i think to understand no it's not an easy term and i I guess i probably would struggle to kind of put it into one sentence it's a it's what i call my project which is my lifelong passion to, um, to develop a set of practices for people that people can use to have a more fulfilling kind of sex where they feel a richer sexual energy and a more nourishing quality of sex, more love, more connection with it. So it basically involves teaching um, new ways of thinking about sex, a lot of new techniques, physical techniques on more advanced level, uh, mental, emotional, sexual techniques, um, new kinds of sex, uh, new uh, principles of sexual energy. And then by doing that, you know, people can then feel um, more sensation, more sensitivity, more sexual energy, but also it has that kind of nourishing quality and quality of well-being and love. So um, initially uh, I started with um, Eastern uh, sexual energy arts, such as tantric and Taoist techniques. And then I brought a lot of other practices from related areas like yoga and mindfulness and Qigong, et cetera. But um, the main thing that happened was the 20 years of practical research I've done in my practice and the, the kind of the approaches that I've developed. So holistic sex is kind of everything I've learned about sex in, in that practical research. Uh, I don't see it as a, some kind of an exotic practice, just a, an optimized way of you know, having sex and have a more fulfilling experience out of it. You were saying that uh, you know, most people for, for most people, the idea of sex is reaching an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So I'll call that mainstream sex. Has, call, hasn't yeah. for you, uh, you have a different approach, you know, with, with amazing sex and this uh, holistic sex, which is, we can mm-hmm. just call it better sex. But sure. how can we improve on that mainstream sex? So, you know, just thinking about the orgasm. And let's give this maybe a very practical answer so that people can actually use this answer to have better sex on Valentine's night or any other night. The first thing I would say is don't have sex for the orgasm. Um, And and just understanding that, you know, um, you are having sex to saturate from every moment. 
of sex. That is the value of it. Uh, that will immediately change the technique that people are doing, even without learning a whole lot of new technique. It will change what you are doing um, because you will start listening to it more and, and, and enjoying more in each moment. Just understand that you know you're going to get a lot more sexual energy from every moment than from the orgasm. Um, a helpful thing to do, you know, you don't have to cut out the orgasm, but just see it as a separate job you will do at the at the end of sex if you want to, you know, and then it could be a job, and that that'll be quite sort of eye opening as well that it became a job, you know. Um, but uh, until then, just fill up with every moment. Um, that will already help a lot. That's kind of a tip, uh, a very easy uh, thing to start with. Uh, the other thing I would say, it's really important to bring a quality of love into sex, uh, and especially on a day like Valentine's Day, if we're celebrating a lover's day, and it would be quite nice to do a, a loving experience. And it doesn't mean that, you know, it's really kind of all cuddles and very kind of slow, but it just means that, you know, it can be very passionate, it can be very erotic, but the... the um, the, the difference is that we are not trying to achieve some kind of a result or to work the body of our partner or like trying to get them aroused or trying to make them calm, but really enjoying the body of your lover and really loving everything about it, how, how it looks, how it smells, how it tastes, and just really savoring, touching it and how it feels. And even with the same technique you are using now, that's is going to completely change the quality of the feeling that your lover receives and the body is going to respond a lot more. So um, these are a couple of simple things we can do. Uh, do you want me to keep going? Or mm, oh, yes, to... please. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, so, so you said I wasn't giving anything away uh, with a different kind of orgasmic experience before. Let, let, let's give you one now. <laughs> so, um, so for example, we can, a simple thing to, to explore is uh, something we can call orgasmic waves. So um, instead of trying to really stimulate the genitals to get to that one peak, uh, what we can do is we can um, get them to a fairly intense level and not go into the peak. So don't uh, complete this, don't uh, make them come. Try to keep on that level um, and um, uh, for the person who is receiving it to start inhaling that into your body, like it, experiencing each sensation as a wave that's vibrating into your body, just become, just not be so focused in the genitals, be uh, present in the whole space of your body, just start inhaling it, feeling how it vibrates through you. So you keep uh, those, sensation, those sensations running through uh, from the genitals on and on without um, letting it go into the climax. And a really nice technique to kind of um, to focus it even more would be to um, inhale it into your heart because that's that's where things feel really good. It's a very active center for us uh, during sex. Um, the overflowing feeling of those that sexual energy from the genitals flowing into your heart. Um, that could be particularly nice, particularly special on Valentine's Day because that creates uh, more of that uh, feeling of connection and loving and affection between lovers because you've essentially saturated your heart with that sexual energy. So that's one simple technique to start with, with that kind of thing. Mm, that sounds really good. Mm. And you know, I was thinking how exciting it must be to try that. And then I was, it popped in my mind, but that will take a long time. You know, how can you maintain, and, and of course you can dedicate a few few nights a month, let's say, mm -hmm. to being, you know, this present and to using a lot of time, maybe I'm wrong, but using a lot of time to, you know, enjoy each other's company. But how can you maintain this level of passion, love and closeness 
during everyday everyday sex? Well, I think you've picked up on a very, very important point there, um, very, very accurately. That um, you know, we we, we talk a lot um, everywhere at the moment about you know orgasms, and even in this context, you know, different kind of orgasms, bigger kind of orgasms, and ongoing orgasmic states, as if that is the next evolution for our sex life. Uh, but the truth is, yeah, you know, it, it is going to. It, it does mean very long, you know, lovemaking sessions and. You know, it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of excitement for your body um, to do that. So uh, to have kind of hot and passionate and long sex is, is not very easy to fit into, into a normal life. And the reality, I think, of sex, um, a, a really kind of a much better approach is to see sex as a, as a diversity, as a variety, a circulation of different kinds of experiences. And it's really important for us to, uh, to learn also the kinds of sex that might not need so much high energy or they don't need to have these kind of strong orgasms. Um, but we can have um, sex in a very gentle way, very relaxed, uh, nurturing each other through our bodies, feeling a lot of love and a lot of connection. That can be very regenerative and very nourishing. Uh, on certain days, that's exactly what you need. And you don't need a lot of time, a lot of energy for it. It can even be done in 20 minutes. You know, there's a whole range of techniques for that. Um, I can and, feel uh, a lot of people sighing, thinking, 20 minutes? <laughs> you think that's a lot? I, I don't, um, but <laughs> it does depend. I have kids too, so sometimes 20 minutes can be, can be long. Yeah, okay. Um, but it will give you a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and by a lot, I mean, uh, we need to kind of like expand uh, our understanding of the value of sex beyond just that it feels nice in the moment. You know, it really affects your well-being. It gives you so much good energy that you will feel in your life, uh, you will feel in your relationship, the harmony you're gonna feel with your, uh, with your partner. So actually uh, those 20 min minutes can be very compact and very, very potent. And you, um, your quality of life is really gonna jump. You know, it doesn't even have to be every day. It could be like every other day. Um, but it's kind of false economy to not spend time on this because um, it just affects, you know, sex affects so much in your life, so such a profound well-being effect and relational effect that, you know, we get a lot out of it. It's kind of the same logic as, you know, doing exercise. You know, everybody has, you know, tries to make time to uh, do exercise because you know how much it brings into your life. So if we increase the value of sex, then it doesn't look so big. You know, it's all proportional to what we're getting out of it. Oh yes, a hundred percent. And I agree that if you, if you see it has a valuable moment versus just, this is for my pleasure for right. 20 minutes or whatever that is, right? Yeah. It, it makes it more important, I think. And I think that's, um, that's one of the kind of fundamental reasons why people often disconnect from sex and they don't have time for sex because it does feel like it's just for pleasure. Um, and then it feels like, well, you know, I mean, there's lots of other, my, my, my phone is also pleasure. Netflix is also pleasure, but maybe even more interesting sometimes, you know? Um, so when we have a component of that's actually real energy and it really affects your life and it's not just pleasure, but it really has an impact on, on you and your relationship, then it, you know, it has a very, very different value. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. So when we were planning this, uh, this episode with you, we asked a couple of people questions from, from our uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And we had, I think, the most obvious ones uh, from both genders. And this is from people with penises and people with, with vaginas. So a lot of people with penises were saying, and these were 
Um, actually, I don't know if they're heterosexual or gay. Doesn't matter. Uh, so one of the questions was, what really makes uh, a woman happy? And I would say, let's let's make this what makes people with, with vaginas happy in bed. And another one was, what makes people with penises in in bed happy? So I'm sure there's no generic answer, but how can we guide these people that want to have maybe more pleasurable experience? You're right. It's difficult to generalize, but we can probably talk about some common things that fall short, like on the whole. I think, you know, the, the number one problem that when I work with women, number one problem, uh, finally enough, uh, that people complain, uh, women complain of specifically, um, is not that they don't get orgasms, is that they feel under too much pressure to have orgasms. That's the most common complaint I get. Um, that uh, the orgasm becomes all about um, kind of really having to achieve it, to having the pressure for their lovers to, to get there and the lovers are really working really hard on it and you know women can't relax in sex because of it. So I would say um, refocus from that and understand that um, um, you can have sex in a different way when the woman is nourished with everything you are doing for her in every moment to her body, um, loving her body, making her body feel great in every second, uh, from you know, with every sensation, with every vibration, is going to go much further than just um, giving her an orgasm. Um, I would focus on that, and you know, women want a bit of everything. I would say, you know, it's uh, th- there's no kind of like one thing that <laughs> um, will m- make women happy. It's uh, women want to be taken on the journey. I find they want to be uh, having a variety of experiences with their lovers. So th- it's important for them to feel loving and nurturing sex and sensual sex, but also they want some, something wild and passionate as well at different times. So it's important to have that flexibility, that it's not the one thing you work out and then you repeat that. Another very common complaint uh, I hear is that there's just not enough time spent on the body. And women really have uh, sex with their bodies rather than with their genitals, uh, well, as well as their genitals. Um, and it's really powerful and enriching for a woman to have her whole body touched and held and kissed and you know played with for uh, for a while uh, there's not enough of it so that would go a long way that would be very very um, appreciated um, not moving too 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 um, soon to the genitals mm. is that and the same for men as well so um, you know what I think about uh, the differences between in sexual energy between men and women is that we we might be starting from a slightly different place, but ultimately we can go to the same place. And uh, the potential that men have uh, is probably the same as what women have. They can feel the same things. They can really enjoy sex in that moment through the whole body, but, but it's maybe not as obvious to men to start with. And they need to be told that, you know, to, to try this because it's gonna be a lot more enriching than just um, kind of working for a release. So um, there's a question, there's two different questions, you know, what uh, people might want right now from their understanding and what uh, is possible for them, you know, what, what they are capable of, of feeling and enjoying. Yeah. I, I like your answers because it takes me to uh, an idea that, and actually really believe in this, that anticipation and you know, thinking about things and enjoying the moment. So both are very important, mm-hmm. not just, you know, thinking about the genitals and the orgasm and sex, let's call it uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So with that, 
I mean, there's a lot of anticipation usually for Valentine's Day. And people tend to dress up the surroundings, you know, before having sex, you know, candles, flowers, music. But they sometimes forget to actually dress up the sex life itself, you know, the, the sex, you know, how can you, how can people feel more sensual within themselves to make that experience more sensual? To dress up sex, you mean it's more, you mean it more metaphorically, like more mentally or? Mentally, actually, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's kind of a little lead in that I sometimes give uh, to people um, kind of creating a sacred space. Uh, metaphorically uh, more within yourself so obviously a lot of the time this idea of sacred sex when we see it in books on tantra and stuff is more about what you just said about creating like pillows and music and candles and stuff but we can also do something similar internally um, and uh, clear the space for uh, for sex within ourselves because a lot of people do uh, it's something I hear quite often a lot of people people do come into sex with still the noise of the day and the busy head and they can't relax and there's a lot of that going on and they kind of struggle to disconnect and to be present in sex so um, having a little image that well a sense of purpose that you know we are here now and this time is very important to us just like having a little chat with yourself right now uh, straight as soon as you start maybe holding each other, just remembering that, that um, this, this energy between us, this sexual energy is really important to us. Um, it's important for us to spend that time to recharge ourselves with this love, with this um, nourishment. And for now, we will just park everything. It will, it will all still be there, uh, you know, half an hour later. It's not going to go anywhere. You can pick it up. Um, but for now, um, it's really important for us to kind of feel like we want to get everything from each moment and to really fill up with it. So a little image of like going into a garden in a way, only that garden is not made of plants, it's made of all those beautiful energies that we inhale into our body that nourish us. And we're going to go there and we're going to spend some time just bathing in it and saturating from it and, uh, and having that sense of going to that place now uh, and when we come out, that's when we will pick up all the other stuff. So that's, um, and then from then on, you start really kind of listening to each sensation and feeling how you know, beautiful it feels and how nourishing it feels. So that can work as a little lead in to clear the space. You were saying how some people come to you and they have the difficulty of actually switching off from their days. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that. You know, when I'm everybody, when I have like a really full day. Yeah. It's really, even though I might be enjoying, you know, the experience with my partner, it's really hard to switch off. I found mm-hmm. that listening to music helps in the moment because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it's my brain that's occupied listening to the music. So it lets me enjoy the feelings. Are there mm-hmm. any other little tricks that we can do that don't involve trying to get our mind to think about something? And I'm saying that because it usually doesn't work with me, for example. Because mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking I should be thinking about this instead of relaxing the mind. Like what? So, for example, when I try to meditate, unless mm-hmm. it's like a guided meditation, mm-hmm. and then I can, that I'm literally, but it's a guided meditation where I have to do something. So exhale, uh, relax your eyes, relax right. your mm-hmm. arm, then I can do that. If it's something, you know, uh, the push away your thoughts and go to a magic place i'm in that magic place thinking oh okay. what, what am i going to do tomorrow <laughs> right, no, fair enough 
Uh, yeah, I can recommend a couple of things. Yeah, uh, it's really funny that you mentioned the experience of listening to music, and I think I have an idea why it helps you so much, um, and, and and kind of like why you have a good success with it. So I actually often, uh, when I teach about sex, I often compare sex to listening to music. I think out of all other experiences, it is the most similar experience uh, to sex uh, because I just find it works on a very very similar pattern. Um, so in a way, sex, uh, like when we're listening to music, we have this vibration that comes into us from the outside, yeah? And then within us, it creates a certain feeling. It has this kind of like emotion or energy in us and we get really affected by it. So I see sex in exactly the same way that it is, um, it is just vibrations that we receive through the contact of our bodies that then go into us, into our feelings and into our sense of beauty and our, all our uh, kind of senses, not just physical senses. And they create that impact, that feeling, that nourishment, that happiness in us. In us. So I guess when you're listening to music, you're probably putting yourself onto, onto that track and then the sex itself is a very similar experience and then you're quite sort of primed then to to be listening to sex in that way and you you are then more successful at listening to the sensations because it's a very similar thing so i guess what i would recommend two things first of all um is to you know imagine that you are essentially kind of listening to music in your body uh, so every touch is a sensation um as a vibration of that sound in your body that you're really kind of unpacking and feeling the beauty of it. Uh, so in the same way as you would listen to music, try to listen to the sensations in your body with the same kind of feeling. And the other thing that you mentioned that, um, you know, the guided meditations help you breathe in, breathe out, rather than, you know, stop your thoughts. Nobody can stop uh, their, their thoughts. It's like, it's not, a, it's not a thing you can do. You can't just tell yourself to relax. <laughs> No, um, I think first of all, like, you know, take the pressure off. You don't need to be like 100% in it and have an empty head. Nobody can do this. Otherwise you can be a Buddha, you know? So <laughs> um, it's, um, if you are there a little bit kind of noisy, you know, there's noise outside, you know, there's traffic going by, but we're still talking, you know? So it's kind of the same, this, this stuff there, but you're still feeling uh, nice feelings in your body. Relax about it having to be 100%, just... Uh, you know, you're still receiving it, you're still being nourished by it. But what really works as a guided meditation that you mentioned is a very simple feeling of inhaling the, body, the, the feeling of your partner, the body of your partner, inhaling it into your body. So you're getting close and you start inhaling the feeling of the partner, the sensations from their body, feeling how that is flowing into your body, how it is soothing you, nourishing you. So kind of inhaling it through your skin and that can get you focused on that. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds interesting um, because, yeah, I feel like um, like something somebody that's strange because they because I can't meditate and all my friends are like oh no then I go to yoga and then I go to meditation I'm like yeah okay I, I love that so I, I, it's not that I don't want it I just can't get there I don't know energy sex is sex is easier than meditation it's oh yeah fun. <laughs> oh yeah I agree I agree there's, there's lots of nice things happening there you just 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 listen to them you don't need to have an empty head you know. I like that. Yes, I, I don't have a problem with sex, thankfully. Um, however, I do think we can always improve something. So I'm not mm -hmm. saying we're not going to use your your tips and tricks. I, I, I was just saying that you can enhance it. Yeah, you can you can just make it you know sharper and richer and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think trying new things because it brings new sensations. Mm -hmm. It really makes sex always better. It doesn't mean that you you need to do them all the time. At least not mm -hmm. with me, but 
just having that different experience, I think it breaks the routine that you were mentioning in the beginning. And at the same time, it gives you a different sensation with the same partner. So it's it's pretty cool. At least that's how I, I feel about it. But going back to, to my question, we so Valentine's Day is approaching. I'm not a very, very big gifter at this time, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are, and this is important for them. So what I usually do is I prefer to create like a really good moment uh, and thinking people that might be a little bit like me or people that like gifts. I was thinking, what could be the best gift for this time if you had to choose a sex toy to improve or enhance um, the sexual experience? I think you know a lot more about sex toys than I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an absolute amateur in this, so... I think, okay. I think maybe maybe you can recommend a good sex toy. What, what, what in your opinion is the greatest sex toy for Valentine's Day? Okay, so now I'm on the hot spot. <laughs> when I was thinking about this question, I was thinking about something that's really, really simple that uh, I think actually goes hand in hand with the techniques that you were teaching, like a feather. Okay. You know, thinking about using a feather in different parts of the body, mm-hmm. just using that moment to feel Mm-hmm. instead of saying okay what's next yeah that's great that's a great idea yeah yeah so it could be like a special valentine kind of sensual massage bit of touching of the body bit of kissing of the body and you know feathers on the body so all kinds of different sensations spend some time on the whole body yeah yeah i mean other types of toys vibrators and things are really cool but i think they serve more a uh, specific purpose as in if i'm thinking about the techniques that you were suggesting of thinking about how can I spend more time with my partner enjoying mm-hmm. different parts of their body versus mm-hmm. how can I make them peak faster? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it was the feather. Let me see what else. I mean, I think a whip can be fun too. If you're a little bit more, I wouldn't say on the kinky side, maybe just, you know, different sensations. Again, you know more about it than I do. <laughs> okay, let's stop here then. Uh, <laughs> Um, apart from that, is there another type of, of Valentine's Day gift that you would suggest that ha- doesn't have to do with toys? Well, I think, you know, give, give your partner a gift of really nice sensual massage. That's, I, mean, I, think, I think that's, um, as you said, during the, during the year, we don't get, uh, we, are, we are busy, we are stressed, we don't get a lot of time for sex, we don't take time out. So uh, give it, make it like a really nice sensual experience. Uh, gifts don't have to be physical. They can be this gift from the heart of the experience you create for your love. I think it's going to be really, really special to be to have your body loved for a while like that, essentially. That sounds amazing. Put so it in a voucher. Like... Mm. <laughs> yes. So forget the, top, the chocolates. Think about the massage. Sensual massage, yeah. For that, I would actually suggest um, a candle. Uh, we, we send in our boxes candles that... There's specific candles that you actually light them up. Mm-hmm. Um, you leave them, you leave them, you know, with, with the candle burning for around 10 minutes. And when mm-hmm. you blow them out, you use the wax to do a massage. So before mm-hmm. you freak out, it doesn't hurt. It's it's like an <laughs> oil, that, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. but it's hot. Mm-hmm. So I think that could help with the with the sensual massage. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great, a great addition, yeah. Yeah. So you know a lot about uh, about relationships because you talk to People that are in couples, people that are single. What would you? What do you do, and what do you recommend people do 
to have a more open, exciting, and intimate relationship? There's a lot of different things there in the, in the same question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the, the, the fundamental thing in all of this is communication, isn't it? Um, all of this is possible by talking to each other. I think people don't talk to each other enough. And, um, you know, suggesting to each other things that you like or what you would like to try or, you know, uh, what you're feeling can, can open all those areas and, and make it more intimate and also kind of help you to uh, explore exciting areas of it and uh, feel more open with each other. I think, you know, learning to communicate kind of really openly and honestly and calmly is the best thing you can do. Everything else comes from that, fundamental. That's true. So if somebody wants to know more about what you do, have a consult with you or go to a workshop, where can they find you? Uh, so on my website, um, uh, alexiawelsh.com. That's perfect. Alexa, it was a pleasure being with you. Thank you so much for being so practical in the advice that you gave. So I hope everybody has an amazing Valentine's Day and all the days before that and after that as well. Great, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure as well. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Enjoy. Love each other. And that was Intimacy Play. We hope you enjoyed it. To find out more about Pleasy and how we can take your relationship to the next level, visit pleasyplay.com. Then also make sure to search for Intimacy Play in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found, and click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Pleasy, thank you for listening.